This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike Didino. All right, welcome back to another episode of the 77 WABC Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Didino, with my companion, Philip Dixon. Phil, what's up? Another week? Companion sounds a little intimate. Yes, it does. We've been working well. I don't see you that way. I see you as a, a co-worker. A co-worker. I didn't want to say co-host because I don't know if that's official yet, but I guess you are the co-host now. How does that make you feel? I, it doesn't make me feel good. You said it's not official. How would it make you feel if I made it official right now? Relatively unchanged. Okay, unchanged. Let's jump into it. NFL playoffs start this weekend. That's a big weekend for guys like me. Do guys like you watch the games? Yeah, of course. Do you watch all the games? Uh, I'll watch whatever is time is efficient with my time. Efficient with your time. Now you're a busy man. I know. I know you're probably swamped on Twitter and then watching basketball. So football yeah, is priority B for you. But NFL I'm, is priority A for anybody with a brain. I'm gonna miss a lot of, on Sunday actually. So you're gonna miss on Sunday. Well, let's start with Saturday's game. Seahawks at 49ers. I'm gonna break this down quickly for you. San Fran, they are nine and a half point favorites. Over under is forty two. Teams have met two times this season. Seahawks have won both games. The first meeting was week two. The second meeting was week fifteen. Is it difficult to beat a team three times? Yes, and especially when that team looks entirely different every time you played them. As in what? As I mean, they had a, they had a different quarterback all three times, did they not? Well, they played twice. And but this time they're gonna have Brock Purdy. No, they had Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy oh, in the week last fifteen. Meeting, week true, 15. Yeah. So yeah, we, Purdy did start week fifteen. And Trey Lance in Seattle. Was week two, right? Trey Lance which was is, all the way back in week two, which is an entirely different team. Oh yes, and they won that game twenty-seven-seven. The last meeting was twenty-one-thirteen, but the, the score was not indicative of the the outcome no. of the play. Isn't it crazy? Little sign. Isn't it crazy? This is Geno Smith's first playoff game. Yes, and it's not that crazy because he's been a career backup quarterback. Yeah, I get that, but he's just one of those guys. That's, like he's, it feels like he's been around like forever, and he's bounced around the league a little bit. So I don't know, it's it, good. Good story. All good, good story all around the Seahawks this entire year. Yeah, and they have the fourth pick in the draft. They I know fleece Denver. Yeah, fleeced him. Not only did Denver, I don't want to get too much into it, but not only did Denver make a horrible trade, looking back now, but the fact that they signed him for all this guaranteed money. Yeah, well, too let is, me tell you something. Russ is going to cook next season. I like Russ to I think, bounce back. I, yeah, I think he's going to have a decent year. Okay, so he's not in the playoffs though. Yeah, let's talk about this game. Yeah, off the rip, I think the public will be on who? Who will the public uh, the 49ers, be on? Forty nine. Forty nine. They've won ten straight games with an average margin of victory of fifteen points. Yeah. And I see a lot of the those like you know, little playoff brackets, the the prediction brackets. I see. Overwhelmingly, the 49ers is the favorite to go on. With a rookie quarterback, I think it's a little crazy. I think they could do it, but I mean, it's, it's not an easy road. Brock Purdy, as a starter, I'm going to count the game that Jimmy G got hurt against the Dolphins because it was like the first drive of the game. Sure. So if you count that game as him starting, he's 6 0, 14 total touchdowns, five interceptions. Jimmy, he's, he's been good. Jimmy G in 10 starts went 7 and 3. 18 total touchdowns, four interceptions. So it looks like Purdy's slightly more prone to the turnover, which is. Expected for a rookie. Let me ask you a serious question here, and this is this is a this is an interesting one. What does Brock Purdy need to do to start for the 49ers next season? That's tough. Let me ask. Jimmy G's gonna be out until how long? So Jimmy G's a free agent. Yes, yeah, that's true. So Jimmy G will not be in the team next year. You have a, you have the number three pick invent, invested in Trey Lance. Took him third pick. Yeah, he missed all of last year. Most yeah, almost all. Well, he didn't play. Yeah, he really hasn't. He hasn't really played at all. And this when season. he did play, he didn't look too good. No, small sample size. What does what yeah. does Brock Purdy need to do to win the starting job? Does he have to win the Super Bowl? I had a conversation yesterday about well, this. Like this kind of reminds me of the whole Carson Wentz Nick Foles thing. Yes. a little bit, right? Um, and Nick Foles did win that Super Bowl, and even then, uh, he still made his way out of the team. Uh, 
it's it's hard because again they do have that investment in the third overall pick. But if you win the Super Bowl, it's hard to argue with. Yes. Especially if, if you win the Super Bowl playing great. You know, sometimes the, the the quarterback could be hidden by great defense, good running game, great receivers, yada yada yada. Even if he's if he's good, the rest of the team is fantastic. They can still win the Super Bowl because that team is stacked all around. But if he has a great playoffs and they win a Super Bowl, it's kind of hard to argue with the evidence. But even then, I still think they might play around with Trey Lance. Like I that. think if the only way that Brock Purdy starts next season is if they win the Super Bowl. Remember last year, Jimmy Garoppolo, they were a drop. The 49ers were a dropped interception on the last drive of the game against the Rams yep. for making the Super Bowl. And then Jimmy G was sent to the bench. Trey Lance came in. Now you have Brock Purdy, who's been great as a starter. Obviously, it's the system. You guess it's the system that... Is able to really I mean, the enhance his quarterback. The, the but he has play. played well. He the kid could play. No, he's looked. He's looked really good. He looks comfortable, but, confident. <laughs> the team is also stacked. The team is stacked. I mean, both it, sides it, of the ball. They have like four all pro. I think they have four first team all pros. Yeah, the team closed out thirteen and four with three different quarterbacks to play this year. That proves to you that it isn't just a one man thing. And I mean, they've been great. You know, like you said, technically six, technically five and zero. We will call it six and zero with Brock at starting. But that was ten straight games. I mean, they won a few games before that with Jimmy G at the helm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, by the way, I think should be the coach of the year. He I mean, should be. Getting 10 straight wins to close out the year, especially like they were three and four and it was people were, were already counting them out the season. You know, it's it's already like, wow, the 49ers already, you know, run out of gas here. And then, boom, they 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 start winning a few. They get Christian McCaffrey and now they look like a team that could win it all. All right. So what's the pick? San Fran, nine and a half point favorites over 142. Ooh, I, I you know, I, I think the pass between these two this season, I kind of want to go with the Seahawks. I think the 49ers are going to win, but I think the Seahawks can keep it tight. So I I think I'm gonna go plus nine and a half. Or... Okay, I'm gonna take San Fran minus nine and a half here. I think they're the better team on both sides of the ball. Seattle's been a nice little cute Cinderella story. Keep in mind they have won two games in a row, but before that they've lost five of six. I was gonna say Seattle has closed out the year a little weak. They their two wins came against the Rams and the Jets, which are two teams that were at that time already out of the playoffs. Yes, so two. Well, the Jets were the not Jets, out they, at they that were point. The, it was the, actually the Jets' season on yeah, the line, but they, they, they were eliminated. Egg. Yeah. Um, they beat two bad teams. Their theme on those two games has been Kenneth Walker. He's been looking excellent. You want to talk about a rookie? Everyone keeps Bryce, Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall, blah, 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 blah. Kenneth Walker has been on well, freaking believable. To be fair, when Bryce Hall was healthy, it was like those guys were neck and neck yeah. for the best offensive rookies. Well, and Kenneth Walker's looked really good last week. The last three weeks, he's had 23-plus touches in all of them. This prop this week is only 57 and a half. They're begging you to take the over. I like San Fran to win this game. And I like them to win by more than nine and a half. Like, so that's my pick. I like them to win too, but I don't know about the a ten point. A ten point. A ten points is a lot. It is in the playoffs. It is, but they could do it. All right, let's move on. Second Saturday game: Chargers at Jags. Chargers are two and a half point favorites. I'm going to go on a big spiel about Brendan Staley, how I don't like him. But quickly breaking <laughs> okay. this game down: the Chargers have won five of six games before they lost to Denver on Sunday. Their wins came against the big bad Rams, Colts, <laughs> Titans, Cardinals. They had a nice win in there against the Dolphins. Brandon Staley. I don't like Brandon Staley at all, and I'm going to go on a little spiel here. Do you like Brandon Staley? Do you know anything about Brandon Staley? I have a lot of information on him here. Background information. Anything you want to know about Brandon Staley, I have right on this piece of paper right here. What color underwear is he wearing right now? That's a stupid question. I also heard you say that in the show, and it wasn't funny. It's not funny still. It's called a callback, buddy. still not funny. It's even funnier now. Brandon Staley. Diagnosed with cancer at the age of 24. Good reason to hate him. See, like, you always got to be that guy, man. Well, you you just, always got to make it a joke. You, it's always got to be a joke with you. You literally just said, I can't stand the guy, I hate him, and the first thing you mentioned is that he has cancer. Yeah. That's that's bad on your part. No, you it's terrible present, on my you part. You should have presented that It's awful. It's yeah. awful on my part. 
We're playing so that he's out, a good, he, you know, nice story. Beat cancer. Happy for him there. I still don't like him. He's got three kids. His wife's probably unpleased. Why do you? Why do you throw that? Why do you throw? He's, God, he's a doorknob. Why do you put how many kids? He okay, has in there? Th- the real reason I don't like Brandon Staley is because I think he's a terrible coach, and I think his job is on the line in this game versus the Jaguars. I might get a lot of smoke for this, and I know they won ten games last year, and I know they were a game away from winning the playoffs last year. But this guy's a noob. He's a noob. He's not a good coach. He constantly overcoaches. Yeah, he th- plays like it's to me. I've always said this. He plays like it's a game of Madden. Fourth and five. Ah, we're gonna go for it. Well, the go and, for it. And, and 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 before you say anything, and I'm sorry. But, and I didn't even know this until I did some recon on him, he's never been an offensive coach in his entire career. He's always coached on the defensive side of the ball. He was a defensive coordinator for the Rams. Prior to that, he was a linebacker coach for three years. So those are the four years he spent in the NFL. Before that, he spent 12 years in college doing on the defensive side of the ball. He's never coached an offense. Now he gets saddled with Justin Herbert, who's the top five quarterback in the NFL, and you would like to think that they should be better. They should be in that group with the Bengals. They should be in that group with the Bills. They should be in that group with the Chiefs. But they're never mentioned in the same breath of those teams. Yeah. Why is that? Because this guy's a noob. Expectations coming into the year they were in that group. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, they, they did have a little bit of a disappointing season. They're still in the playoffs, which is a positive. But, you know, if that's your barometer, it might be a little low for a team that people thought could make it to that, you know, to the conference championship. I kind of agree with you, but the the whole that that whole fourth and you know fourth and five go for it. I mean, the math is kind of analytics is kind of like reaching that point where it tells you to to do that a lot of the times. He's an analytics noob. Too much. I don't know. It's too much. You cannot be just a guy that goes based off there's, the analytics. Feel. Have some feel for the game. It, I'm I'm happy he trusts his offense to do that. That's a good thing, especially when you have a guy with a cannon like Justin Herbert who could who could read an offense or read the field as well as he does. So even even if it, that is like a confidence thing to instill confidence in a young quarterback, I think it's good in the long run. It could help. You know, maybe you know. Would you hope that the Jaguar, or the the Chargers, are a better team now than they they're they were a better team now than they were expected to be? Then sure, it's you'd hope they'd be better. But um, I they win this game. If you own a vehicle with less than two hundred thousand miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Listen, you, I, you put for, I see your notes, you put, for the, the Giants-Vikings toughest game of the weekend. I, I I don't know if this is going to be the toughest, but I think this is going to be the most fun. Okay. I think this has the most possibility for just being like a classic game. The Jaguars have came up big uh, as of recently. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks fantastic. It's, it's just, you know, the the classic battle of two young studs at quarterback, and I think the Chargers are going to win it. And I think they're going to win it by more than two and a half, but it's going to be close, though. It's going to be one of those games that comes down to last minute. Yes, and you'll see that Brandon Staley will once again cost his team. He costed his team last week. Week 18, they were mathematically locked into their seed, and he played the starters, and Mike Williams got hurt, and now Mike Williams is shaping up as a game-time decision. He hasn't practiced all week. Why are you playing Mike Williams? Well, they, He's they, been often injured. Why are you playing Keenan Allen? I was Why? Say, There's no th- math. This is this is uh, another thing with, with the team that you gave them a demerit for for underperforming, but they did have a lot of injuries. You oh know? yeah, oh yeah, they did for sure. 
Absolutely. Why are you patronizing me? Because their receivers were hurt throughout the season. Yeah, Keenan Allen was hurt for a while. Mike. Absolutely. That, that does that hurts. Oh, yeah. It does. It does Why hurt. are you patronizing me? I'm not patronizing no, you. I totally agree with you, actually. Okay. Um, I don't like the I don't like uh, your tone. I just don't like Brandon Staley, and I want him to lose his job because in America, you should have to... The decisions you make should be reflective of... Your life and Brandon's his decision, life. You think he yes. should be beheaded for this? No, not beheaded, but fired. Uh, Lose his job, sit at home, and he should. He, there's no reason that Brandon Staley should be coaching the NFL team, and he won't. I don't mind beheading. You heard him. it right here. Brandon Staley will not be coaching the Chargers come Monday. I'll say it, Monday. Lose? They're gonna lose. Okay. I like Jacksonville. They beat them earlier in the season. Jacksonville's a team on the rise. It's a tricky line. I think the public will be in the Chargers. And um, I like the uh, home team dog. I just don't like Brandon Staley. I want him to lose. I want him to lose his job. He deserves to lose his job, and he will lose his job. Moving on. Dolphins-Bills. Get this. Dolphins-Bills. Third time they met this season. Dolphins won the first game. Bills won the second game. Now, the first game was when Tua got concussed, but he didn't get concussed. He came back. Then he got concussed the next week versus the Bengals, and now Tua's like, what's going on with Tua? Tua... Like, seriously, what's going on with Tua? I mean, he's taken some really, really nasty hits, injuries all year. Especially those two concussions back-to-back. It's like you have to, like, worry about this guy's long-term future. He's yeah. young, too. Like, this is the time where you protect him. This is the time where you say, listen, dude, you are you have 10 years ahead of you. Like, we got to let you sit out. And I think the Dolphins' medical staff should be wiped after the season. Uh, Tua deserves better. I don't think, you know, I, I thought he came into the season, or he started the season off stronger than what he actually was, especially because of these receivers. You know, people were shouting that he might be, be he's better than he was always compared to Justin Herbert, and people were, that they, they he were was drafted out. over. Justin I, that, Herbert. That's exactly why. But people were uh, Dolphins fans were trying to defend their pick there, and like, oh yeah, he's look, he's way better than it's. He has the the best receiving core in the entire league. That's why. Uh, but regardless, he's still a young guy. He's, he's good. He's a good quarterback, and he has a bright future ahead of him. And it's a shame to see him go out, especially with with the Dolphins season looking. You know, it was it was a fun little story to start the year off. They they're what six oh, and zero. Yeah. They were real good. What's up with your tone? You're no, they were good to start the season. They were three and zero. They lost to the Bengals. At one point, they were like eight and three, but they were eight yeah. and zero in games that two started. Exactly. Okay, so Skylar Thompson now starts. Bills are thirteen point favorites. I think it's now like closer to fourteen. What's up with Teddy? Teddy two Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves. He's battling a finger injury, a knee injury. Yeah. You guys are straight up. It's that sucks, man. Teddy two go... gloves is tiring. We have to, we're talking about first two... of all, he needs a haircut. Okay, yeah. Well, that's see his hair. Don't like it. But I don't want to talk about the guys here. I'm so goddamn. It's, it's weird. Freaking subjective. It, isn't it weird that we're we're have we have two playoff teams here where we're talking about a third string rookie quarterback yes. is starting? It's weird. So Skylar Thompson starts. Bills are the biggest favorite in the history of Wild Card Weekend. I'm going to go on the record and say this on camera. And I'm not really taking a bold stance here. They're 13 and a half point favorites. Um, if the Bills lose this game, I will come in Monday with a shaven head. I will shave my head. If the Dolphins win this game, that's how confident. I, and I, I actually will. I want the Bills to win. I don't they will, see will. I don't, it'd be you don't want to see me no. with a shaved head. It would make me feel like uncomfortable. I don't want Do you that. think I would look bad with a shaved head? You don't want me. Yeah. You, do, you, you want me to answer that question? Okay. Well, I will shave my head and I will go on the record and put my hand up to God and say, if the Dolphins win this game, I will shave my head. They that won't your win left this game. Hand. You're just. I'm going to. F- not the brightest. Going to hell. Um, so we can take that out. Bills are 7-1 and one at home. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I picked them to win the Super Bowl before the season. I took their over. I'm just smashing on everything, man. Um, Not really, but the Bills obviously have extra motivation playing for DeMar Hamlin. They win the Super Bowl. I'll give you one lock of the week. I think it's my favorite game of the week. I like the Bills minus 13 in this game, but quickly, 
Developing story. Devin Singletary last week played 41% of the snaps. That's the least amount of snaps he's played all season. James Cook played 56% of the snaps. That's the most snaps he's played all season. James Cook over-under this year is, this week, James Cook over-under this week is 36 and a half. Take it. It's, it's literally going to smash. I think it's going to smash by halftime. 36 and a half yards for a guy that is trending into a starter role. Now, remember the last week the Bills did have something to play for. They had to play for the two seed. Yes, that so, was an important game. Yeah, so it was an important game. It was after the Mar Hamlin, so all the starters were in there. James Cook is questionably now the lead back on the Bills. It's a 13-point favorite. They're going to be winning. They're going to be running the ball. If you want to take a nice juiced-up parlay, James Cook, 70-plus yards parlayed with a touchdown pace 12-1. to Awesome. Real quick, what do you think about Mercedes-Benz being the possible? Don't care. Nah, nah, me neither. Can I give a stat of the day real quick? Stat no. of the day. No. In the past, what, if I, what if I said no? In the past 62 wildcard playoff games, the outright winner is 54-7 and seven against the spread. That's 88.5%, which means if you're taking the favorite, take them to cover the spread. If you're taking the underdog, take them to win outright. That's math for you. That's what you don't find in anywhere else. Moving along, Giants-Vikings, toughest game of the week. I disagree. All right, who do you like and why? I see a lot of I see a lot of people just outright picking the Giants. Yes. I think a lot of people think the Giants are going to win this game. What do you think? I like the Vikings. They went eight and one at home. The lone loss being to Dallas. I'm going to follow that trend. I, I eight like and the, one at home. I like the Vikings too, and I think they're going to win by comfortably more than three. I think they, this, this could be a double digit win. Giants, cute story. Yes. Well coached. Yes. Don't have any stars outside of Saquon Barkley on offense. On defense, you have sure. you have Dexter Lawrence. He was a, he was an all, he was a first team All Pro. Yes, both of the players. You got some pieces on the defense. There's pieces here if you're the Giants fan. It's been a great season, but they lose in the first round. Vikings by three. I agree. I think Vikings are going to win uh, comfortably more than three. Yeah, Giants. They went four and three in the road, but they had a minus point minus sixteen point differential. Because all the games they pretty much played on the road were close. Um, they played week 16. The Vikings won in a game-winning field goal. So I think that's why a lot of people like the Giants. But I'll take Minnesota. And also, another thing with the Vikings, they haven't lost a close game this season. Every game they've, they've yes. lost has been a blowout. So if it is, you know, Vikings, if, if it's minus three, I, I think they're going to win by comfortably more than three if you think they're going to win. So Yeah. All right. We'll take the Vikings here. Ravens and Bengals. Third time the teams have met this year. Bengals won last week 27-16. Anthony Brown got the start for the Ravens. They went down early, threw two early interceptions. He ended up throwing 44 times. Um, the Ravens won the first matchup on a game-winning field goal, a game that Lamar Jackson did play. Lamar Jackson did not play this week. Tyler Huntley has now practiced in back-to-back week, back-to-back days. He is probably going to play in this game. Who do you like and why? Bengals, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I, I, I like the Bengals. You like the Bengals, yeah. yeah. Is that is, what you're going to say? It's the, public, the public's going to ride well, the Bengals? I think the public's definitely going to be in the Bengals. Everyone's going to be in the Bengals 9.5. I don't want to pick the Ravens' money line, but, man, I think there's some there's some taste here. It doesn't really make much sense to pick the, the Ravens' on the Ravens money line. The Bengals are better on paper. They have the better quarterback. They, probably, they have the better offense. They probably have the better defense. They're at home. It's tough to see them winning this game. But something tells me the Ravens at least keep this close. They're well coached. They'll come up with a good game plan. And Tyler Huntley is at least slightly of an upgrade over Anthony Brown. I guess I'll take guess. the Ravens plus nine and a half. Don't love it. I mean, this the like the Bengals have been great at home this year, right? They they have like a in Cincinnati. Aren't they pretty good? Yeah, Cincinnati six and one at home. Six and one. Yeah. So Cowboys at Bucks. One of my favorite games of the week. Who do you oh. like and why? I think Cowboys are going to crush. Right, I wish you said the Bucks. 
Why? Are you with Cowboys? I'm on the Cowboys. I think they're going to crush two and a half. I know everyone says Brady's a dog. You take Tom Brady, the GOAT, at home no, as an underdog in the playoffs. No, you don't no, you because don't. the Bucks have been awful this season. They went 7-8. and eight. Sorry, they went 8-9. and nine. Their wins have came against the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Saints, the Rams, the Falcons. Those seven teams did not make the playoffs. Oh, the last team? And then they beat the Seahawks and they beat the Dallas Week One. Yeah, and also they've some of those wins have been some ugly, like scrape it out. Like, yeah, like they've been ugly games. They haven't been pretty wins. No, they have oh, not had one pretty win no, this season. Wins, wins are wins, but it's it's not been pretty. And in the playoffs, you need to be pretty pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's just to me the easiest bet of the week. Dallas is severely undervalued after laying an egg last week against the yeah. Commanders. Let's just take that week out. Prior to the loss of the Commanders, Dallas were six and one in their last seven games. The only loss was to Jacksonville, a game that they led They led early. They ended up losing it. They probably should have won that game. That was their one loss prior to the Washington loss. It's been a down year for Dak Prescott. Can't say that. Yeah. Um, can't say that Dak's played well. But to me, this is so easy. The Bucks are overvalued. The Cowboys are undervalued. Everybody, for some reason, is on the Bucks. I am smashing Dallas All this right, week. So you have Bucks losing, right? Yeah. Is this Tom Brady's last game? No. Tom Brady will come back next season to play to- for the... Jets? New York Giants. Really? Yeah. You think Daniel Jones nah, I don't know. Maybe I don't, man, I don't know. My favorite two bets of the week are James Cook's over 36 and a half is like the easiest bet of all time. I also like the Cowboys. Red the record show. I'm on the Cowboys. I'm on the Ravens. I'm on the 40. I'm on the Seahawks. We have 20 minutes for the record to show. You don't. The record yeah, all right. Well, I don't showing. need to go through this. All right. Well, then I guess that's wraps us up. Mike Garcia is wrapping us up. We have a hard 11 out because we get disrespected every single week. No, just kidding. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up. Phil, any last words? No. All right. Well, that wraps us up. We'll see you next week and have a great weekend. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.